Sales is King, episode 70. everybody. Welcome to Sales is King. I am Dan Sixsmith. I am your host. And I believe that sales reps and sales leaders are at a crossroads in 2018. They're in danger of being disintermediated and displaced. And if they do not transform themselves, they will fall victim the way other companies have done so. The blockbusters, the sports authorities, and others. So, Sales reps can choose one of two directions. Embrace the new requirements. Embrace what buyers are looking for today. Change their style. Add new skills. And become a top flight seller. Or they can choose to cling to their old ways and watch their sales numbers decline. Similarly, sales leaders need to change their skills. They need to be great coaches. They need to be great leaders. They need to be more than just pipeline managers. And they, too, have faced a crossroads. And that's what we talk about in this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please reach out to me and let's get acquainted, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. New intro music, Billy Joel, Pressure. And uh, that's one of the things we want to talk about today on the program and you know it's getting close to thanksgiving it's getting close to the end of 2018 and it's time to step back and say to yourself how did you do did you improve in 2018 did you improve in 2018 if you did congratulations and we will talk about how to continue to improve if you did not you must look inward and find out why Learn from the areas that you did not excel in and figure out how to improve in those areas. Um, Get a coach. Get a mentor. You know, when you want to lose weight, you get a trainer. So there's no difference in business, guys. When you want to improve, you need a coach. You need a trainer. People in the companies today, your sales manager is likely not going to get you training and coaching. It's just not happening. The data shows that it's not happening today. Sales managers are ill-equipped to train and coach salespeople. So you have to take the initiative. You have to go out on your own and seek help. I can help you if you'd like. I could refer you to people. I could help you personally myself. Dan.Sixsmith at gmail.com. Dan.Sixsmith at gmail.com. I've done a fair amount of coaching this year. Uh, which was very, very rewarding with some teams. Um, As we've discussed ad nauseum in this podcast, there's a new way to sell today that resonates with buyers, and it's not the old way. 
It's not the talk about me way. It's not the throw up the PowerPoint and hope, you know, throwing darts with a blindfold on. It's not that way at all. So um, it's a little bit of a rant today, but um, it's critical because the time is running out. The hourglass is running down on 2018. And this has been a pivotal year for change. Um, And all the numbers, you know, so there's a lot to talk about today, but there's some new articles that basically say, um, and I keep coming back to this objective management group because it's it's data, it's science, it's not opinion. Fifty um, percent of salespeople are basically considered uh, to be good or above average. The other fifty percent, the sales managers say, suck. Okay, they use the word suck, um, but yet they deal with it, you know, and that's what's going on, you know. That's what's happening. That's why the quota attainment numbers are going down um, because there's not enough coaching. There's not enough good salespeople. On the other side of the equation, I think the sales managers and the companies are not correctly making these quotas um, realistic. I think they're just adding 20 or 30% blindly. So there's a lot that needs to happen um, for us to improve in sales. And we have to start to break down our game into components, right? Um, There's a number of different steps and processes to sales today. There's the opening, prospecting, you know, the the initial meeting, right? We talked this year about only 17% get a second meeting, right? Are you getting a second meeting? What's your second meeting ratio? That's another question. Are you tracking your numbers, your statistics? Um... You, you must. You must. Um, it's like a batting average in baseball. You need to know. You don't just go up there swinging the bat all year and saying, you know, at the end of the year saying, oh, how did I do? No. You know going into every game I'm batting 325 or I'm batting 200 or I have 10 home runs. I have one home run. So you need to know your numbers. You need to know your ratios and you need to know how to make them better. So you know, start to break down the sales game, right? The opening meeting, the uh, discovery. Did you get better in discovery this year? Did you ask more consultative questions of your prospects? Um, Did you deliver value this year? Did prospects see you as a value add? Did you teach them something that they didn't know before, right? We talked about this and we've talked about it in many episodes. Um, Prospects have a lot of um, information at their fingertips. So they don't want to have a rehash of the website. They don't want a rehash of the white paper. They don't want a rehash of the video or the demo that's on the website. They want something new. They want to learn something new. So are you bringing commercial insights? Are you talking about the industry? Are you talking about their competition? Are you bringing something to the table that's going to make them want to speak to you again? The way it's going right now, Many of us are not doing that because only less than two out of 10 are getting a second meeting because prospects are underwhelmed. That's what we've learned this year. They're underwhelmed. Um, there was an episode we did on CIOs and they were interviewed and they basically uh, told us that very few salespeople delivered value to them. <clears throat> but yet, Buyers tell us that they would meet with salespeople that are subject matter experts. So we must make ourselves subject matter experts. The data is there. The research is there. So 
There's no excuse, guys. We have to improve. We have to do the things that buyers are looking for. We cannot keep going with this mediocrity. We cannot keep accepting the 50% quota attainment. It's just not right. If we can't do it, we need to move on and find another career. It's as simple as that. We have to find the right coaches, the right trainers, the right mentors. Um, There are organizations that are teaching people how to sell the right way. If your sales manager is not doing it, then you have to figure it out on your own. So let's talk about pressure a little bit, right? Sales is a pressure game. Let's face it, okay? So if you can't handle pressure, if you're the guy or gal that doesn't want to get up with two outs in the ninth and the base is loaded, if you're the guy or gal that does not want to go to the free throw line with time expired, no one on the line except you, and two shots to make the game a victory for yourself, then you don't belong in sales. Sales is pressure. Sales is what have you done for me lately. Sales is we're going to celebrate the win, and then we're going to move on because we got you know, a million, two, three million more dollars to sell. And you're the hero one day and the goat the next. So you know, pressure is critical. How do you manage pressure? Do you turn the pressure into fuel, into energy? Do you thrive in that environment? That's what you need to do. Or do you crack? Do you choke? There's a whole book uh, called Choke that's sitting in my basement that I I want to read. Um, You know, the psychology of it. You know, in, in the NBA, in the MLB, you know, who are the people that are clutch hitters, right? The guys that get hits with two outs and runners in scoring position. These are the money players, Right? These are the people that ring the cash register for their teams. And we in sales need to be able to do the same damn thing. Okay, We need to take the quota. We need to find the deals. We need to get them over the finish line. We have to stop bullshitting ourselves about uh, the excuses and this and that. And it's a change. And this guy moved. And it's all horseshit. It doesn't matter. Everybody's facing the same thing out there. Every single one of us are facing the same issue. Yes, people move around. Do you think the, the, just for the, for the great salespeople, everything just falls into place? Do you think they don't deal with changing stakeholders? Do you think that they don't deal with uh, people changing their mind or buyers challenging them on price or buyers challenge them with the, the competition? No, the salespeople, the, the top salespeople figure out how to get it done. They take the pressure and they turn it into fuel. They push through the objections. They see objections as opportunities. The weak salespeople see objections as a door closing in their face. Okay? The top salespeople take the objections and turn them into victories. That's what you need to do. There's entire books written on this stuff. That's the other thing. Are you reading books? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you trying to improve? There are tons of books written by top flight salespeople, people that have made tens of millions of dollars in sales. Grant Cardone, Weldon Long, um, do you, Brad Lee, okay? These guys, uh, Ed Milet, these guys, uh, my other boy from, uh, love him, uh, Andy Frisella, right? Listen to these podcasts. These guys had nothing, Okay. Frisella slept in his store, for God's sakes, on a mattress, and now he's a multimillionaire. How did they do it? 
They did it by selling. They did it by working hard. They did it by banging through obstacles. They did it by getting kicked in the face, getting up, and going back at it. That's how the people succeed. So what I'm trying to tell you is, you know, look back at your year, okay? Where did you stumble? Where did you just take it instead of pushing forward, right? Did you get knocked over and just kind of pick up your feathers and go home and cry in your Wheaties and make excuses? Or did you fight back? Did you find the stakeholder? Did you tell them that you had additional information for them? You know, did you take another angle? Did you give them another piece of content? Uh, did you bring in a subject matter expert? You know, did you fight harder? Did you make an extra call? That's what you need to think about as you look back on 2018 and as you go into 2019. This is what I'm trying to say. This is not a game for half-assed effort. It's so critical today. You guys are out there. You know it. You see it. You see how hard it is, right? You see deals that look like they're, they're done and then people vanish. You know, it's the oddest thing, right? People don't want to take risks. We talked about in my latest video, how do you turn the element of risk around, right? How you show the prospect that there's more risk in standing pat than going with you. So there's a multifaceted approach today. We have to be, you know, evolving, right? We have to be learning all the time. So getting back to the objective management group, there's some new numbers out. And I, I just want you to, to listen to these so you can see um, what's happening. Uh, when we're talking about the difference between weak and elite salespeople, weak salespeople make excuses 67% of the time. Elite salespeople, 19%. A 352% difference in terms of what the elite people do. They don't, they, they're not excuse sellers. Right? Um, weak salespeople lack commitment 53% of the time. Elite salespeople, 3%. So, where's the commitment? The commitment is working on the weekend. You know, the commitment is prepping two or three hours before the call. The commitment is outworking the competition, making the extra call, getting on the plane. That's commitment, right? Commitment's not, oh, I'm, I'm worried about work-life balance. Oh, how many vacation days do I have? Oh, how many personal days do I have? That's not going to get it done, guys. You shouldn't be in sales for that. Go, go into some, do something else if you're going to worry about that. Forget about the work-life balance. Work now and then balance it later when you've got piles of cash in the bank. I'm talking to a lot of you younger people. You've got decades to kill it. Bust your ass, kill it. And then you got decades to just enjoy it all. But sales requires commitment. Great point by the objective management group. Next, motivation. The weak, the weak salespeople, 30% of the time, are lacking motivation. The elite people, the elite salespeople, 0% of the time. They're highly motivated. They love what they do. They're making a lot of money. They love helping customers. Um, and it's all, it's fun. It's not work. They thrive on the pressure. They don't care about the numbers. They know they're going to do it. They'll figure out a way. Last, lacking the minimum required sales DNA. And we need to explore what they mean by the sales DNA. 
But the weak people, the weak salespeople, are lacking it 97% of the time, the DNA. And to me, the DNA is the new um, capabilities, right? The new um, uh, skills that are required. The elite people are lacking it 2% of the time. A difference of 4,850%. So, you know, there's this... Really, there's a huge, huge swing between the elite and the weak and, 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 and the mediocrity that's going on. So I, I want to implore you to, to improve. I improved this year. I'm happy. Uh, I, I worked hard this year personally at my sales game. Um, I use this podcast to help myself learn more. Um, I use this podcast to, to work with other teams. I learned from teams. I help them improve. I immersed myself in, in articles. If you, if you follow me on LinkedIn, I share tons of articles. I've read every single one of them. And that's what you need. You need knowledge today. And then you need to um, play it out. You know, I've run role-playing. I've done role-playing. Um, it's important to practice at your craft. This stat is crazy. You know, um, I'm just looking through another article. 50% or more of salespeople won't hit their quotas this year and haven't since 2008. That's 10 years of uh, we in sales struggling with this. So, you know, it's high time that we started to change our ways. And that's the other thing, right? So, you know, are you going to go into 2019 and just do the same thing, you know, and, and hope that things uh, improve? No. What are you going to do differently? What are you going to do differently? You must do something different. Will you hire a coach? Will you read a book a, day, a, a book a week? Will you start listening to podcasts on the weekend or even in the car instead of music? Will you start listening to podcasts? What are you going to do to improve? That's what I'm talking about. That's what you have to ask yourself going into 2019. Um, here's some more uh, uh, stats. 60% of all salespeople make excuses for their lack of performance. I've said this um, on a few different podcasts. The, 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 the buck stops with you guys and gals, okay? Um, you have to take responsibility for every single thing. Regardless if you don't think it's your fault, it is your fault. That's the way you have to make it. The wins are your fault, right? The commission checks are your fault. So the losses are your fault too. Learn from the losses. 30% of all salespeople lack commitment. 20% of all salespeople are not motivated. 67% of all salespeople lack the minimum required DNA. Very interesting stuff. Um, let's see what else. I found was interesting in some of these articles. Um, 94 percent of sales managers are optimistic about their salespeople. That's great. That's great. But I think what we're doing and what's happening is there's just a lack of execution. The optimism, uh, optimism alone, sales leaders cannot make your salespeople better. You need to coach them and train them. You need to spend money on training and coaching. You need to coach them. What that means is you don't sit down with them on an annual review and say, you did this, you did that. No, you need to ride along, you need to listen to how they perform, and then you need to give them some feedback. 
and tell them what they did wrong or how they can improve. Um, you also need to get coaching, Mr. Sales Leader, okay, and training. You need to get trained in how to coach. So many sales leaders just do not know how to coach. And they're pipeline managers, and they sit there, and they're asking about the deals, and they're not asking the right questions. They're not watching the salespeople sell. They're not looking at the approach that they're taking. So this is all stuff that we need to change, guys, going into 2019. The sales leadership needs to change. You need to, you need to get the right skills. You need to figure out how to coach and make your people better. You say they have potential. You say they're opti- you, you're optimistic, but yet 50% of them are, are failing, right? So it's on you. Make them better. Teach them how to sell. Don't be afraid to tell them when they've done something wrong. Don't be afraid, you know? That's where I think things are falling off. And, and we've got this change in how to sell today, right? You know, we need to be more prospect focus you know um we can't be going in there the old school way so you know a lot of my mind today um and i am optimistic too but you know we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and again if you want an honest outside objective um on your performance talk to me there's no charge let's let's get on the phone and chat i'm happy to talk about your year I'm happy to talk about and help you dissect your game, your sales game. And, um, you know, let's, let's get ourselves positioned for a killer 2019, right? Let's do it. Um, so let's step back. Think about your game. Think about the wins. Think about what you did right in the wins. Think about where you fell down and the losses. What were the circumstances? What part of your sales game do you need to improve? How will you go into 2019 and make it a killer year? Peace. 1985, Austrian rock singer Falco records.